What's up, what's up? Welcome back to the 39th episode of Cinematic Minds. In this episode, we're taking you on an unforgettable journey as we reveal the 2003 film House Party and delve into the incredible entertainment career of DC Youngfly. Get ready for an electrifying discussion. Hosted by us three brothers, Ed, Theo, and Malcolm Hollinsworth, we're excited to celebrate this iconic performance of DC Youngfly. But before we dive into DC Youngfly's filmography, let's take a moment to discuss the 2023 film, House Party. After enjoying House Party, we'll take a deep dive into DC Youngfly's extensive entertainment career, again, as we just mentioned. As always, we have the quick reminder. We are on a Spoiler Zone podcast, so be warned that we will discuss the entire plot of House Party. All right, let's get started. For those of you who have listened to the first 38 episodes, we thank you for returning. For those of you who are listening for the very first time, we hope you enjoy the ride. Now sit back, relax, and listen to these cool sounds selected by our musical curator, my bruh, DJ Chuck D. Lazy ass up. All right, all right, I'm up already. That's what you get staying out partying all night. I'm a promoter. I'm working. I got like 18,000 followers. You know who got followers? Jesus. Take your rude ass to work. You just cursed. What would Jesus say? Jesus would say, shut the f up. This is my house. What you know about here? Where's private jet? See you ladies, you need the cleanest place. I don't got all day. Oh, ew, what the f? That couch just fucked itself. Whose crib is this, man? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is dead, fool. I mean, his house died. Dude got Miami, Cleveland, LA. Damn, big city, bro. Oh my God. We in LeBron's house. LeBron who? James. Hey there. You are one handsome mother. He got a hologram of himself just to give him compliments. You handled the decision to go to Miami perfectly. Nah. That's cat. <laughs> I need 10 G's by next week. I gotta pay for my daughter's school. <clears throat> they on vacation. How about we throw the party in the king's house? We gonna invite all the celebrities. We can make 10 times the money. We can send Destiny to preschool, college, whatever. Tonight is our last shot. Looks like we about to throw a house. Hi, I see you there. All right, welcome back. Uh, from the break. So um, we're starting off. This is our last episode of our fourth season. Uh, Theo, I think you've been a great executive producer um, deciding on Jamie Foxx for this season. So um, even though Jamie Foxx was a focus of this season, this this last episode will not be a Jamie Foxx uh, film. And just to kind of give a not why don't we tell you what we're going to be reviewing the 2023 film house party and quick little story on this we originally were planning on doing this early in the year and it got removed from the schedule and long story short once it got back on the hbo max we were like hey you know what maybe we can fit this back in at the end of the schedule um so that's what we're going to be discussing here today um hey just, sorry to interject you good, man you good but like have you guys heard that jamie fox like 
had to be rushed to the hospital today, like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, on it and shit. He, uh, there, I guess he's fine. He's recovering. There were some medical complications or something, but that's crazy, right? Yeah, that is crazy. I hope, I hope he's all right. Sucks. Yeah, man. It's just, I don't know, is it crazy or is it just like, man, that's life, right? Things can kind of go whenever, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of that's kind of dark, but all right. <laughs> that perspective. <laughs> and he's like, is it crazy or do people die? All right. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm not in the, maybe I'm in that in the <laughs> the brightest mood right now <laughs> given the circumstances yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh hopefully Jamie Foxx gonna make that my man Shaq yeah he's recently getting out of the hospital too he has some hip surgery oh, interesting huh. enough yeah man interesting enough I saw him on um I saw him on NBA uh TNT yeah I can tell he's he's lost some weight you can you can tell he's kind of lost some weight um and let's not get on a tangent on the playoffs, though, but I'm excited about these playoffs. I think it's going to be a Dubs-Lakers playoff series. So I, I got to feel – dude, prediction. It's April 12, 2023. I got this weird, 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 weird feeling. I think the Dubs are going to make it back to the to the finals. I don't even I think, think that's that weird. At this point, I'm like, I have no, I cannot predict it. I think it's very on the table. And it's like the Dubs, I feel like they kind of like Tom Brady, as in like – just let them get to the playoffs. Yeah. If you let them get to the playoffs, they'll fuck around and get to the championship. You know what I mean? Because they're just kind of like, that's what they do, right? So yeah. it's on the table. And I think this – I think – I mean, I can't – dude, LeBron, Steph, it's always a celebration with LeBron, Steph, in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So I really hope we get this Lakers uh, dub series. All right. Back Great to segue. The- Great segue, though, right? LeBron. Hey, you're right. Speaking of LeBron. <laughs> LeBron heavy Speaking movie. of LeBron, so House Party 2023. LeBron, I think his uh, company produced this. Look, if you're on this podcast, I don't think we need to explain to you that it was a remake of the 1999, 1990 um, original Hudlin uh, kid and play film. Uh, just some of the cast before we kind of get into some opening uh, impressions, first impressions. It was starring Jacob Lattimore. Um, I'm only primarily familiar with him from... Um, the Shy, and to being real, I didn't watch too many episodes of The Shy, but that's how I'm primarily, primarily familiar with him. Uh, Tosin Cole, who I like to talk about him. He was pretty cool to me. He was pretty new to my radar. I like that fellow. Uh, Karen Obalam, hope I'm saying her last name the right name. DC Youngfly, uh, a fellow AT alien. Uh, Shakira, Janae Pei, Melvin Gregg. Um, the last one I'm going to say is Alan Maldonado. I'm always a fan of him. I liked him on Wonder Years. Rotimi and Kid Cudi and Maya. So, and plenty of other, uh, plenty of other uh, celebrity cameos. Yeah, yeah. So, who would like to open this on up in regards to giving some of their feedback on first impressions? I can kick it off. Um, well, so, you know, I thought it was okay. Um, I mean, compared to the 91 film, I felt like it was kind of corny and like lacked the same charm and authenticity as the original had. Um, you know, I thought the cameos felt a bit forced. 
Like they just had every like celebrity cameo that they could get to be in, in there. So I thought it was kind of it was cool, like that they tried to get some people in there, but it's just like they were like little Wayne, oh no, Beckham, just throwing everybody that they could into the the movie for like two seconds. Um, I did like Kid Cudi's cameo though. He was, I mean, that was more of a role than a cameo for him, but yeah. Yeah. he cracked um, me up, dude. Yeah, he was a trip. <laughs> yeah, and. It really, know, remi- I, it really reminded me of the Neil Patrick Harris uh, role in um, oh, Harold yeah. and Kumar. That's what I thought. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's what they're doing. They're doing yeah, Neil Patrick I, I Harris. That. Yeah. yeah. That's a good comparison. Wow. Yeah. Especially, when to, especially when it's the Illuminati stuff and it's starting getting really weird. I'm like, oh, look at Harold and Kumar. That's what it was. Right. My bad, Mally. I don't know. You're good. I mean, yeah, my, my last point was like, you know, I thought it, I like, I appreciate it, like, trying to play homage to the original film and stuff, but like, I just felt like it, like, fell short capturing the same spirit and, um, and energy that, you know, the original 91 film had. Okay. What about you, Theo? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I, I agree. The same sentiments, I, I think. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Like that, I don't. You know, I I don't think I don't think that really it, it captured that spirit, and it didn't have the same. It won't have the same cultural significance to like this new generation that that one had mm-hmm. to the generation in the nineties. I feel like it was kind of like it's kind of like one of those movies that's like this is hip hop and it's here to stay. That's like what the nineties one kind of does. And this one, it wasn't like, it wasn't like introducing like a new culture in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I think know. That's a great point. I think it's an excellent point. Theo. It's just like, it. yeah, I don't know. Is yeah, I just won't it's really like, hit that. The same thing kind of like reminded me of a space jam, like 90, like space jam was like a big, like, mm-hmm had the big 90s culture just kind of all throughout it and then space jam 2 you know coincidentally also had lebron in it kind of same me like gave me that same type of like feeling like this one did where i just wasn't like as impressed like you know it's like they did this and they didn't put enough an original spin on it you know well that's the thing is i feel like with space jam they straight up like they just followed the exact same formula with this they like really diverted from the original formula so much that it was almost like, why did you even call it house party? <laughs> like, yeah, the, yeah, two, yeah. the only two things it had in common was they had a party at a house. <laughs> like, yeah. And it was like two friends. Right. But it's just like some of the things, some of like y'all diverted too much. I was just like, okay, so instead of it being like homies that are like rappers and a, and a DJ that's part of the crew, it's just like, we're party promoters and I make music on the side a little bit. And the other homie doesn't even have any musical like talent. <laughs> and then the DJ was just not even, he was just their DJ, but like not yeah. their, just their party DJ. And it was just like, y'all weren't even a cohesive enough unit. Mm-hmm. Um and then, yeah, like, it's just the other thing that it had in common, which I was wondering if they were going to do, they did, the, like, the dance scene, the kid and play dance scene, but it, did, it didn't even make sense within the story like the other one made sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. this one, like, I would, like... just coming out of nowhere? 
Yeah, I don't even know Tanaj. So I was also just like, wait, is that a character? Who the fuck is that? Like this in intro <laughs> one? But if you know that she who's she's big, I guess you should be like, oh my gosh, that's Tanaj. But like I'm like, I just thought that that was just a character. Yeah, and, me too. And I was like, I admit, and I she was like going toward me. You're like, yeah, I was like, so she ju- I just introed her for just that scene. It was like, honestly, like, why didn't the Instagram model girl that came, why wasn't she that person? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They introduced her as like, yeah, this is my sidekick. But she just was there just to connect with the white dude. It was just. I have a theory. Maybe that actress wasn't that good. Yeah. I mean. Maybe that was the intention. They were going to be like, you know, like, be, the dark, no, be the, the dark skin one. But no. yeah. So I don't know. I was just like. But here's the thing that I think, though. I'm like, man, 14-year-old me, probably even like 20-year-old me would have gone crazy for this movie. Because that's the thing that, like, I appreciate or that I wish that I had growing up was more, like, irreverent, weird comedy and, like, by led by Black actors and it's like when they went to the like fucking Illuminati thing, I was just like, this is weird now. Yeah. Like they're really going hard on this. And I was just yeah. like, oh, this is like some weird, like this is a complete divergence from the original. Like this is for like the alt black, alternative black kid at school kind of shit. And I was just like, damn, this would have really, I would have been like, yes. <laughs> but like now just like with bigger perspective and seeing how, other like um you know like like remakes have been handled i was i'm just like but that this tone doesn't fit for this movie Mm -hmm. like this is like eddie to your point honestly like this was more of a black harold and kumar than it was like a house party remake you know (laughs) And and if you just label this as like you know, like, uh, what are their names? If it, if it were like Kevin and Damon, throw LeBron, a house party. Go to LeBron. Right? Yeah. yeah. To LeBron. I would be like, I'd be like, this is weird. I'll check it out. And I would have really probably enjoyed it because I would have never had to associate it with house party. But because I mm-hmm. have house party reference and so, so many associations with it, I was just like, this ain't how this is this is not house party like, <laughs> like and there's been so many there's been like multiple sequences remember whenever the immature like the dude from immature yeah um, when he tried to do one yeah yeah so it's, it's like it's not like which i it, think would have made sense if you think if you, if you think about it you know what i mean yeah like i thought it was gonna have more tie-ins to like the actual house party universe because there was mm-hmm. a house party universe and they could have like brought in that they brought bill bellamy and i was excited to see bill bellamy at the beginning because i was like oh this is this feels like a character this is feels like bill bellamy was in the original house parties and like he's gonna come back at some point he then, reminded me of steve harvey's character and what's uh love ain't love don't cost a thing okay that's a very specific uh <laughs> reference <laughs> he's just like he's that. just like it. steve harvey's playing nick cannon's dad and he's like got the bluetooth in his ear he's got like a, he's uh, got yeah, like yeah. A, a wife beater in the house and he's like we ain't broke we ain't rich and you pay for you know what i mean he's playing like the exact same mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. yeah i'm retiring yeah yeah, I mean, I, okay, cool. I'm gonna have to check that out because I, I don't remember that, but <laughs> kind of a vintage reference. I guess the other thing that 
I think makes a difference in this and it kind of had me annoyed is like I saw House Party as a kid and it was high schoolers. Now I'm seeing this house party as an adult. And oh, these are you old now. Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't even they weren't even high schoolers. Like oh. I would have given them more of a benefit of the doubt on like, like y'all niggas are about to get, I don't even understand. Why why did like y'all were about to get y'all got fired because they caught you on multiple cameras smoking weed. Somehow <laughs> you still thought it was okay to like basically commit like grant like a break-in. Like, like, really? Y'all were like, well, it's for my daughters. It's like, oh, y'all aren't precocious, like, teenagers that are going to learn your lesson. <laughs> y'all are criminals. Y'all are adult criminals. Like, this isn't cute. Like, hey, make better life right. choices. I mean, Play was throwing a party at his house. Right. Like, these niggas is committing a crime. Right. <laughs> like, that was never a part of like the original house party and like the love interest. Yeah, I don't know. So it was just like, uh, yeah, man, it, it kind of, uh, I actually was excited. I was laughing a lot at first, but then as it went on, and I was just like, wait, so this is the plot y'all going with? I kind of like, I got very few laughs in towards the end of the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you got anything else still on that first impression? Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll probably talk about it more, but I guess, like, honestly, my biggest laugh was just uh, whenever <laughs> Kid Cudi was like, I got a poem for LeBron. He's like, Oh, cool, so you gotta like write a rap verse, you're gonna spit like a verse for him. He was like, No, nigga. <laughs> I wrote a poem and it's for his eyes only. <laughs> Dude, like, Cuddy had me cracking up, dude. <laughs> he was eating that fucking apple and shit. He was like, hey, I mean, they make two championship rings. I'm just trying to help you guys out. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, dude, who the fuck is eating an apple at a fucking party? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Doesn't he like die gruesomely too? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna talk about it more because like you're gonna ask favorite actors and shit. This is all right, all right, all right. So let me get my first impression. Um, I think I'm gonna. I don't get too far ahead on Rangers, but I think I enjoy this a lot more than you guys. So, um, ironically, so expectations, <laughs> expectations. Um, so I, I, you know, listening to some of the, the previous recordings, I think that I didn't enjoy Players Club as much as you guys due to expectations. I don't think I enjoyed Jingle and Chained as much as you guys do expectations. And ironically, I mean, I remember looking forward to the original House Party. It's one of my favorite movies from when I experienced it as a little child to just kind of growing on up. I love the original House Party and then a lot of different things that it represents. Um, I was looking forward to this movie. Uh, I was going to see it in L.A. Didn't. Hung out in the Sunset Strip. That's a whole nother story for another time. Uh, and then when I came back to Atlanta, um, I uh, I saw it in the movie theater um, one night solo on, on a Friday night, and I got texted you guys <laughs> like either the next day or that night, and I was like, "Hey guys, I saw House Party, pretty cool." I think either one of you texted back like, "Don't give a fuck." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was "Don't give a fuck." But I think you're just like, "Okay." <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it was just like I don't say uh, expectations, but. 
I kind of went into it as in just like, I think it was a Friday night for like a long week. And I just kind of wanted to kind of kick back, eat some popcorn and kind of enjoy it. Um, and so I think just kind of bringing some of those things right there. And I think I had low expectations for it, really. I think some things that gave me some low expectations for it was the fact that it got pushed. Because remember, we were, I was planning this coming on when this got this was supposed to be originally be released on HBO Max last year. And we were going to review this. We we're going to do the original house party in this one. It got pushed. So one thing we getting pushed, I was already kind of like red flag, right? That was making me start to lower some of my expectations with it. And I was already wondering, like, why did this get pushed? Um, so I had low expectations with it and stuff. And you know, I I didn't really think they was going to have too much connection to the original house party. So going in there, I was just like, man, let's just get some good laughs. And I had some good laughs. And I think they kind of maintained, I would say this, I disagree. I think it maintained the spirit of House Party. I don't know. But I guess I, I didn't really come into attached into like the, the past House Party stuff. Because, yeah, it didn't really have shit to do with the original House Party, if you ask me. So, <laughs> but if I'm coming, look, I wasn't coming looking for that. And I wasn't expecting it. And I just I had low expectations. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, I will also say this, maybe um, another thing that gave me some insight when I was watching it, I was like, oh yeah, they, they're, they're pretty much writing a lot of stuff from the Harold and Kumar playbook. Um, but something else that, uh, I lost my track of thought. Anyways, uh, I, I just, I just I really enjoyed it and stuff. And I, I didn't bring too much, um, I don't say baggage into it and stuff, but. I, I, I thought I thought it was pretty cool. And uh, dang it, there's a point that'll come back to me that I was in River. But um, yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. But so why don't we kind of go into speaking about some of our favorite uh, performances or scenes? I can start it off unless anybody else would like to start off. You got it. Well, I don't want to steal Kate Cuddy. So maybe I'll let you to talk about Kate Cuddy, Theo. Um, if I was going to say a performance that stood out, you know, I think it'd be who? All right, I'm going to talk about the bad guys. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the the pretty much the dudes that were trying to be like the, the full force guys, I enjoyed them. And, yeah, and, like and that was another thing too. When I was, I was, I was kind of like, I had my guard up at first. When they first came on, I'm like, "All right, how y'all gonna do this?" Right? And I was, really, I thought that was kind of too silly. But then after a couple of seconds, I was like, "All right, I'm in." You know what I mean? <laughs> like they were silly as fuck, and it cracked me up. I like the one dude who always do way too much. Yep. <laughs> He's like, I'm "Cut your fucking dick off! I'm gonna read it to you." Right. And, and so I liked how he'd always, always do too much, and then the main lead guy get pissed at him. <laughs> Right, and then you had the third guy who was like super muscular. He was fucking hilarious. He was like an idiot. <laughs> he cracked me up too. And I liked in that first scene when they were like, when they were just kind of like sweating the guys that first time you see him and stuff, and they like all get mad at each other. And dude's just like, well, just let me do my thing. It's just I don't know. I thought they were I thought they were hilarious. Um, so yeah, the main guy Yo, who was like I've the lead. Seen- I I have uh, Rotimi. I've never he the dude who plays the muscular dude. Mm-hmm. Every time I see him, I'm like, yo, that nigga looks like Malcolm. Crazy. Dude, so he's a trip in real life. I feel like he's got like beef with like Fifty Cent or like with Diddy. So oh. I think so. Like we're the only black people that don't watch Power. So he was on Power. Yeah, and Fifty Cent like produces it. And I think he ended up getting fired from Power, and then oh. him and Fifty ended up getting like beef. 
And now he's also got like beef with like Diddy. So yeah, he's like pretty eccentric in real life. Wow. Malcolm, do you do you think he looks is he your doppelganger? I'm trying to pull him up right now. What's his name again? R-O-T-I-M-I. Routini? Uh, I I am as in Oh, I am. Okay. I was like. Fucking pasta's coming up and shit. Or team pasta. All right. Since he's been on power. Oh, yeah, I can see it. Damn, yeah. that's a good. This guy's a uh, handsome. Thank you, brother. <laughs> he's a good looking fella. <laughs> he's pretty freaking diesel, too. <laughs> yeah, Rotini. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. No, I would. Uh, you know, and it's, I won't leave you guys some more room because I guess it's a little tough for me to say things in regards to scenes, but maybe I'm just going to stick to the same thing. I like their little scenes. I like the first scene when they came on when they were sweating them in the middle of the street. Um, and then towards the end when they're in like the trophy room when they were by themselves, I even thought they were funny. Rotini was like, <laughs> he thought that LeBron's uh, chalk was cocaine. So then he goes in there and he licks it. Yeah, and then he starts. And then he starts coughing. He's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So again, those are they were just idiots. But um, and two other things I guess like it's just like there was so much dumb. Even though it's silly, I feel like the security guards are idiots <laughs> as well. So yeah, yeah. Between the full force guys and the security guards being idiots, and then DC Young Fly being idiots, it was just like a whole bunch of fucking idiots. And that was that was the part that they did bring that was like accurate, right? It was like. I feel like the energy of the bullies mm-hmm. matched that energy in yeah. the original ones. They were over the top, it, and it was funny because like the bully kick your fucking ass. Yeah, I like <laughs> they, I, I'm glad that they put that in, and, and it was funny because like these niggas look were adults in this remake, but they still look younger than the bully. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to be Dang, in high you're right. But well, that's how I you know, man. You ever look at like black men in the 70s and 80s and stuff? Yeah. Like yeah, you right. have to be 22 years old right. and be having a big old thick mustache and beard. Right. right. I remember just looking at like uh a picture of like uh a Howard University basketball team in like the 70s. <laughs> and these niggas had like the big they had like the Sherman Hensley like balding ass shit. I was like, these niggas is 20. <laughs> 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 Like, you know, George Jefferson was only 35 years old in the Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. So I just enjoyed all those dudes being silly. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was pretty good, even though there's some idiots. And I don't know, maybe the last thing just kind of regards to silliness. I don't know how y'all felt about DC Young fine in regards to Martin, uh, in regards to him being um him filling the Martin role. I really enjoyed that in the same vein as well. As in, I thought it caught the same energy. When I was very young, honestly, I feel like the first time I saw House Party, I didn't know who Martin Lawrence was. So it was just kind of like, all right, the two guys, and then pretty much like their crazy wild sidekick, right? And then I feel like they knew that because in House Party 3, they was like, all right, we can't afford Martin Lawrence anymore because he's a superstar. So let's just get another dude who's going to be the the third crazy wild sidekick energy. So I feel like DC Young Fly, he kind of maintained that. It's like, dude, this dude's a freaking hot (laughs) <laughs> we yeah. can't. He's a wild dude and stuff. And then once he got, well, he got more screen time though. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did. I mean, in a better storyline. I. It's like that's the thing. I was like, don't you 
I think that there needs to be some new boundaries and like the character who gets really high, like, like, like acting. You know what I mean? I just feel like they were doing <laughs> stupid shit. I was just like, I'll never be acting like that when I'm that high. Like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it was just like goofy as well. And I'm like, and also like the the difference is DC Youngfly is already way more of a household name than the two leads in this work. Whereas like right. Martin maybe was on the same level as like Kid and Play at the time. It was like a no name. So it was like, I don't know. I don't know. I just it it made me be like, why why are we spending time with these lame niggas? Like, <laughs> like hang out with DC Young. Real talk though. I mean, yeah, if they would have gave DC Young a lot more screen time, I, I'd have been all for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we definitely could have more screen time. Um, can I go next? Yeah, yeah. It's on you, man. That's all I got. Well, I mean, I didn't mean to make, uh, mean to cut you off on like talking about Kid Cudi because honestly, like my favorite part was literally like that initial scene where he was like, "I got a poem for him." Not because the conversation went super chill for like, uh, yeah, like I was like, something's about the weirds about to go down. No, here's great though. You know, I forgot the second time I watched it though. Dude, like, tries to walk away from Cuddy, and Cuddy starts following him. Oh, yeah. He's like, dude, you're going to have yeah. to leave me alone right now, man. Like, yeah. He's like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. I, I mean, and I just feel like it It had that, like, the whole, the whole like, Illuminati thing. I was like, they're not really about to go to an Illuminati party. <laughs> Went to an Illuminati party, and then, like, there was a whole fight to the, you know what I mean? Like, like, damn, Kid Cudi really went in here. Like, I don't, you know, the thing about Kid Cudi is, I don't, I think he gets a million chances because it's like, I don't think he produces a lot of music, like, to the level, like, like, he doesn't, he's not dropping a new album all the time. And even when he does, it's not like everybody's talking about it. Um, so it's like, he's not really like still an A list celebrity for his music. And I think he kind of, he's not he's not fully a full on actor now, but people keep letting him act and shit, and I enjoy the shit he's in. And it's just like I think he's just so cool that people like he literally would. That's what it is, though, man. And hot take. <laughs> First, I think we discussed Kid Cudi like several seasons ago, like last year. Here's my hot take. I think he's a good actor, and I feel like I brought that on up, and y'all were like, "Nigga, what the fuck is he acting?" I don't think he's a bad actor. I just <laughs> you think- know I did. I was like I was like he was a good. Uh, how to make it in America? He was like, yeah, he came out like fifteen years ago. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> but it's like he's he's been he's just like he just he gets to work whenever he like wants to work. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and hey, I feel like whenever he does, you're like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, you know. Hey, you know what's like, real though? I feel like like so he's in the movie, and I think I'll, I'll be a second. Uncle Ken, are you calling me? All right. About Uncle Ken was calling me for a second. Anyways, um, so I liked it when Dude walked up to him. He was like, "Yeah, man, you know, uh, pursuit of happiness." No, he was like, "Day and night, yeah, I love it." And the other joint, uh, uh, pursuit of happiness. That's literally exactly. If I met, I'm a big fan of Kid Cudi, but I feel like if I met him, that's pretty much exactly what I would have done. I'd be like, "Yeah, Yeah. day and night, and uh, that other joint." Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Besides that, I've been like, I ain't got nothing else for you, bro. But I'm a big fan. <laughs> and and, and it, I also like the way that like 
I think he I think I think I appreciate in this that he laughs at himself too because honestly he's so kind of emo. Oh yeah, I mean he made it, it, emo or like I think he put it out there he was like depressed though. Depressed and shit, right? And it's like honestly it's like I it felt like if I met him at a party that's how he would be. He'd be hella weird, standoffish. Like, like, no, I wrote Stefan, I wrote Steph Curry a fucking poem for him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I don't know. So it was funny that he was making fun of, like, yeah, I know this is probably how people perceive me. So I'm just going <laughs> to dive into that. And, like, yeah, it really went into the acting and shit. It got real weird at the end when he was just, like, dying on the ground. And he's like, it's okay. There's, like, they, they'll make another copy of me. I'm <laughs> I'm just like what? <laughs> but this is so funny independently. It is, but it is a, such a complete departure from any thread of the original house party. What is going on? Robin Harris wasn't doing no shit like that. Yeah, bro. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, him and if I had to choose. I don't know a favorite scene. Um, I I think I, I think I I thought it was funny the 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 like one on one game with LeBron. I thought that oh, that was dude, funny. LeBron. Yeah, I thought it was, funny it was like he's like, all right, I'll play you. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Damon Damon goes to his friend and his friend's like, "What's the plan?" He's like, "What you mean? What's the plan, nigga? I'm about to win." Like the <laughs> <laughs> and then like the mo- uh, and like yeah i like i like how lebron just like completely demolished him it was not <laughs> a, ever a competition like and i'm also glad that at the end he was like i'm calling the cops like i was just like <laughs> good i didn't know how they were gonna write themselves out of this i was like in a way that wasn't stupid as hell it's like there's no way that I'm gonna walk into my house under any circumstances and not call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> but you gonna but you gonna play basketball with him? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And what's yeah. up with his family? I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like he's got like two teen, he's got like two teenage sons. So yeah, he's on a meditation retreat for two weeks, but like his whole family ain't gonna be there. Well, that was the that was the thing that didn't make sense either, right? Because that was the excuse. Because they said, "What about his family?" And I was like, "Look, they're on a meditation retreat for two weeks." But then LeBron gets back early because he's the goat. But they don't explain why his family didn't come with him. So it was like, "Wait, so did you beat your family in getting to whatever? What what did he say? It was like enlightenment. I, yeah, enlightenment. Did you beat your family to enlightenment. And he was like, "All right, y'all unenlightened niggas. I'll see you in a week. I'm about to go back to the crib. Like what?" <laughs> <laughs> like I would have liked to actually have that be part of the explanation for why he didn't <laughs> uh yeah so I don't know that that shit was the game LeBron was funny I even like I even liked uh the uh affirmations from like hologram holographic <laughs> LeBron it was a little a like hairline. yeah I know right I was like okay they're really like He's like, you were the best performer in the break. Oh, wait, what was it? Was Trainwreck? Yeah, say, you were the best performer in Trainwreck, right? Real talk, though. I thought he was great in Trainwreck, though. Yeah, Real I was talk. like, I don't think he was bad. I thought he was hilarious. Right. If anything, he should have been like, making Space Jam 2 was a great decision. <laughs> well, he called himself yeah, out on the decision. He was like, right now, it was man. a great he idea like, for you to do the decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, 
uh yeah i don't know so that was that was funny i saw that in the trailer so i kind of knew that was coming um but yeah i don't know he was cool other than i'm trying to think if there was anybody else i do want to go back to and i've talked about it on the podcast before i need you guys to watch this episode but the bully melvin Gregg is his name he was the bully who kept on like doing too much and like <laughs> like oh he's on that show yeah he's on that yeah. show yeah, so have you guys watched the episode yet? No. Of Amer- it's called American Vandal. And oh yeah, I've seen I've seen that shit. Yeah, that's the second season of American Vandal, yeah. and he plays like the basketball player yeah. who's like <laughs> he's supposed to be like the coolest kid in school or whatever at some prep, like some private Catholic school, and he's just like an asshole in it. Like yeah. Hey, hey, dude, that nigga is hilarious. I've been right? noticing him in a lot more skits and stuff. He's pretty funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was funny. I also appreciated Lena Waithe. Let's, uh, let's speak to, oh, yeah, Lena Waithe was funny. Let's speak to his brother's name, though. His name is uh, Melvin Gregg. Melvin, Melvin Gregg, yeah. Uh, Lena Waithe. Oh, you said that. <laughs> it was cool. And then, lastly, it was a completely unnecessary cameo, but it did make me laugh a lot. But uh, the Black Power Ranger, was like, <laughs> I think I'm trying to go on these hoes, right? I was just like, that's funny, just because I did not expect the Black Power Ranger. To- <laughs> I love it though, dude. Because after the girl, the girls all come up, they're like, oh, yeah. and the dudes all he's like, hey man, you take a power with your pitch. He's like, no, nah, dude, come on, man. No, nah, they got to go these hoes. It was so unnecessary on so many levels. Like, I was just like. Nothing to do with the story at all. <laughs> all right, you don't talk about unnecessary and random and cameos. So, all right, the Maya cameo. So, like, oh my god, the rabbit, the rabbit panda. Like, how does she just got like panda powers or something? Like, the, the rabbit right. panda was attacking everybody, and then Maya shows up and is like, "Hey, what's up, panda?" And the panda's like, "Hey, what's up, Maya?" <laughs> this was a, an absurdist take on house party. <laughs> <laughs> what original fan of how like? Because it's like, it's just one of those movies I'm just like, I can't show this to my son just so I can prime him for the original House Party. You know what I mean? It's like some movies. All that that being said, in the original House Party, kid, what, escapes running away from the guys. He jumps into a party that's being DJed by George Clinton. (laughs) And then kid takes over the party and starts rapping. That's cool. Uh, there's, there like, was, that's cool. Dude, there was like a low, like it was the most cheapest low budget koala for no reason. Why a koala? <laughs> why? And then why was it, why was that enough? Did the bullies ever, that's the thing, did the bullies ever actually, oh yeah, they came, when did they come back into the movie after that? They were just gone. It's like, why yeah, go that hard and then be scared off by a koala? <laughs> that was really, really random. <laughs> like, and then just be like, and then he's just like not worried about them anymore. And I think the that, whole point of the koala was this. All right, they're like, all right, so he's getting beat up by the full force crew. How can we get him away? All right, let's just have a rabid koala. That's what right. It is. And they, but they brought it. And no, but the thing that's what what's dumb about that though is that the uh, fuck, what was I gonna say the. Uh, Oh yeah. So 
after Damon gets his ass kicked at the party by the bullies, then they find out that somebody stole LeBron James's ring, right? And they're like, we got to search everybody at the party, right? But it's like, Damon, you just got your ass beat by these bullies. You clearly <laughs> don't fuck with you. Why didn't you, like, mention that? Like, maybe we should just go check out the bullies who are assholes and are probably the ones that stole LeBron's ring to begin with. Instead, he's like, nah, fuck it. Let's go to the Illuminati. Yo, I like Damon, but Damon wants shit, man. Yeah. Like, like, especially at that point where, like, they're in the middle of the party and he's got, like, the two chicks up in the room. And he's, like, counting dollars and rolling the blunt. I'm like, bro, you couldn't wait, like, maybe, like, two, three more hours for, like, the party to chill one out to do that? Like, <laughs> you got to do that in the middle of the party? Like, come on, bro. I mean, I, I mean, I guess Damon wasn't shit, but also it doesn't matter because clearly, like, what, he's mad that Damon's upstairs counting money and uh and with some chicks. It's like, well, at least he's on the premises. Y'all niggas then decide to go to an Illuminati party party. Wherever the fuck that was, however the fuck long that took. Who was monitoring the house? His girlfriend. Night? His girlfriend. She said, yeah, she and that's when they decided uh, they boyfriend and girlfriend. She was like, You can go to the Illuminati party and I'll watch it. And I'm your girlfriend now. Let's kiss. All right. All right, I stop paying attention sometimes, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you that one. But still, like, I don't know. It was, it, yeah. So those those are my, my, my top performances. I would say, hey, or Kid Cudi, LeBron, and Melvin Gregg as the bully who goes too far. Straight up. And favorite scene was the basketball scene, the, the one-on-one basketball scene. Um, yeah, dude. So my favorite uh, performance was how do you say his name? Tassan Cole. Is that right? Yeah, uh, I, I guess. Mama, yeah. Demond. Does he yeah. remind you of like anybody we know in real life? Because I feel like I know a lot of people like him, but it's like I can't really put my finger on it. Like who he reminds me of? But he, he reminds me of someone like I feel like I know in my life. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. He's a regular ass dude, I guess. But um, I don't know. I thought that he was funny as shit in this. I thought it was uh, wild whenever he like took LeBron's draft day suit and got it tailored, <laughs> and he just had all this extra fabric, enough fabric where he made his homeboy a suit <laughs> and his daughter a suit. Yeah. He just kept coming out of the bag with suits. Yeah, <laughs> you know that dude's British. What? Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Damn. I said that. Wow, like, that's yeah. That's, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on Top Boy. Uh, I mean, what's he been in? He's been in a bunch of shit I've never heard of. He was in Doctor Who. Wait, what? Oh. Wait, no, I'm thinking Doctor Strange. I don't know Doctor Who. That's Doctor <laughs> Who because that's a British shit. He was in Till. Uh, Doctor Who's shit. Where do you watch Doctor Who at? On BBC uh, or yeah. AMC or AMC it's Plus. It's real good. It's trippy. Yeah, I don't watch Doctor <laughs> Who. I mean, it's kind of like Rick and Morty. Yeah, no, that's yeah, it like, is. Something I'd be into, but like, I don't have BBC. How do y'all niggas have BBC? I don't watch Rick. I don't watch. Uh, I don't watch Doctor Who. So how do you watch? It used Dr. to be Mel? back on Netflix back in like 2015. That was like the last time I watched it, though. So. 
That's funny because I asked Malcolm how he watches Doctor Who and Eddie answered and then answered some shit that wasn't relevant. So uh, <laughs> it was like, I don't watch Doctor Who. It's like, nigga, <laughs> I asked how you watch Doctor Who and you answered not knowing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But yeah, man, I thought that his character was dope. Um, I, I, I liked him a lot more than like the main character. I can't even remember the main character's name. I thought that nigga was just hella lame. Like Evan, you know, huh? The dude who's trying to get, pay for his daughter's. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was such a flimsy. That it was like the entire plot, like rode on that premise. Like mm-hmm. I have to get like ten thousand dollars for my daughter's tuition. <laughs> By like next week. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that doesn't seem I don't know. That was just such a flimsy plot. No, like what was like the plot or premise of like the original house party? I feel like it was just like we need to have a party and get some chicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was <laughs> this like, is it. And if simple. we don't, then we don't. <laughs> like it was just like the the leap, the like mental leap it takes to be like, oh yeah, you gotta throw a party at LeBron. I don't even understand how they got in the next day. How <laughs> fired from a uh, house? Did they explain that? Did I miss that? Not paying attention. How did was they it, get? Was it the next day? I thought it was all one day, like the original house party. I thought it was all nah, one day because it said the next day was like a title screen that came that came up. They're like the next day, and then that's when they started planning the party. And I was like, didn't these, these niggas just get fired from their job? <laughs> got them access to the house. Oh no! They explain that. They explain that because it was the weekend. So when his future girlfriend called him from the corporate office, she was like, "It's Friday. They all see y'all. So on Monday, when they get back on in, y'all gonna be in trouble." So that's when the mom oh, was like, "Cool. Well, we got the weekend. So let's do this on the weekend and let's invite everybody from his personal uh, thing." Which that was fake. Like <laughs> we're gonna go into his iPad and be his personal assistants. Come on now. <laughs> Yeah, so my favorite scene was um, that Illuminati shit, man. I wasn't ready for that. I would just caught me off guard, especially when dude's head got called cut off. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that that uh, that shit woke me up for sure. Um, and you know, I just I thought that it was like one of those crazy. Mo- well, it, yeah, it just veered off from like the the what the original house party was. Like it was like you know just. I don't know. I wonder if Kid Cudi had like some, um, you know, hand in like writing some of the scenes because yeah, shit did just veer real left, like from like the rest of the storyline with uh, shit like that. So I'm glad that they added that in. I could have gone for more of them scenes, but yeah, like again, the deal's point earlier, like they should have just, you know, went even more off the rails with it and just not associated it with like house party at all. Bro, oh. This movie stays exactly the same, but it's just called Heaven and Damon throw a house party at LeBron's. I'm in. in. Yeah. <laughs> like they did not like all they had to and all they had to do, and they probably saved a hell of money because they had to keep either the yeah. the franchise like I don't know, name or some shit. It's like all it the the cameo that of Kid and Play was so not even useful that like the, the that's all I was they, actually kind of embarrassed for him, actually. Right? I was like, yeah, what that is is this. I feel like it's like they're like, hey, you you can't say that we didn't give you a cameo in the movie. You can't say we didn't. We let you be in the movie. But that's pretty much like we really don't really fucking need Jar one, y'all. But 
Yeah. Hey, all right. So I missed that. Yo, can y'all can one of y'all describe their cameo? So they were just like in the yeah, yeah. Well, they were like walking into the Illuminati place and they're just like looking around at all the celebrities. They literally like were like, yo, that's kid and play. And then like, oh yeah, that was like the whole thing. They were like, that's kid and play. And, and then like a second later, like somebody sneezes and he goes, God bless you. And everybody looks around at them. But it was like right in that moment, like literally oh. kid, and it was them. And the weird, and it's like it said it was a whack cameo. <laughs> I was annoyed that they were like, This is how y'all writing an Illuminati scene into a house party. And then it was like, hey, some niggas look weird now. <laughs> like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, especially play. Cause I feel like play was play like, aged in a weird way. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, but then honestly, the high top fade would look cooler on kid. I don't, I'm thinking I might be getting a kid's the one with the high top fade, right? The light skin yeah. one. Yeah. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his hair is whack. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all have not aged well, like as cool as, it's like y'all were the cool kids in the other movie, and it's like y'all are like lame. I, I think plays like a, a pastor now or something because that's yeah. what he looks like. So uh, I'm just gonna throw this one out there. Which one called? I mean, y'all were saying Kevin the main dude was kind of lame, but I don't know. I mean, I always kind of felt like in the original House Party's kid was kind of lame. All mm-hmm. that being said, when he started rapping and dancing, I'd be like, cool kid, you know, and and we'd be the chicks. I'd want to see him do well, but I'd always be kind of like, play is cool. Mm-hmm. I like play. Play is fun. Yeah, kid's the main character, but kid kind of lame and getting on my nerves sometimes. <laughs> yeah. so, that's fair. So I'm like, hey, but he I can rap. Had, I don't like when he raps, but I think they had the similar dichotomy. The thing yeah. I want to say though is like, I think that kid's hairstyle is an important element of a house party movie. Okay, <laughs> I 100 agree. I 100 agree with you. I'm yeah. like, if if they're gonna have that guy be like. Yeah kid he didn't have to be a high top fade but like i think he needed to have something like, something trademark something he was like something or super yeah, regular, so regular. i mean it could have been a tat or something like that you know what i mean, I mean like, or maybe the color of his hair right you know, like something i'm like bro like i like how i like how john morant he like he does his locks but he does like the unique colors right and stuff right so yeah he could have done something unique with it and stuff yeah like it literally like that was an element like I was mid, like, and then the rapping. It's like, bro, like, what? Like, I thought was, I, that's what I was always excited about, especially in the latter house party movies. I was like, oh, like, yeah, underestimating kid and play. They about to come up on this stage and fuck shit up. <laughs> not excited for like, I was like, there's not, there isn't that element in here. Like, so disappointing. Sorry, Malcolm, I just like railroaded your uh, your section. No, that's all. No, no, man, that's all I had. But yeah, man, I was just, um, you know, yeah, I, I felt the same way about the main dude, man. Like he just was so regular. <laughs> he didn't have any like, you know, like flavor. You know what I mean? I was really disappointed too with the dance scene too, dude. That shit was super underwhelming um, compared to like how fly that dance scene was in the original. So. Yeah, those but my yeah, my favorite scene was like the the little Illuminati shit and uh Toshin Cole was my uh favorite performance in this. Cool. Wow, I'm surprised. Toshin Cole, I mean, I don't know. He was I mean was behind Kid Cuddy, but I just felt like I, I, 
I, I mean, Mally, if I wasn't going to bring up the full force, I mean, why can't we call them full force? Uh, with the bad guys, I was actually going to say Tolson Cole as well, too. So I agree with you because you know, you got to have it. I don't say got it, but there's these dynamics ever since um, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Uh, you kind of have the straight guy, Dean Martin, and then you kind of have the comedy guy, Jerry Lewis. And so, yeah, kid and play, you kind of have a straight man and a comedy guy. And I think the dark skinned dude, Tolson, I don't know. I really thought he caught the energy of play. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I'm like, a cool yeah. dude, but he, like, he ain't really about shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to trust him around my girl. Than, uh, the other dude. I keep yeah, kind of a creep, but a good guy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, all right. I'm going to do something random off the top of my head. I just kind of came up with this as you were bringing on up because you're like, man. They're rapping, right? And I'm like, yeah, they had actors, not rappers, right? Because if you ask me, like, couldn't play like rappers that they had act. Um, the original house party was actually supposed to be for uh it was actually written for um Fresh Prince and Jazzy. Fresh Jeff. Prince, yeah, Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. So it was like it was written for rappers, and then they made them act, right? So <clears throat> that made me think who I'd want to see right now. If they're gonna be like, hey, let's just take some rappers and then make them act in this house party movie in it's 2023. Who would you want to see? Me personally, and I'm going to ask y'all, and y'all may not be able to answer this off the top of your head, but that made me think if they were going to do this with two rappers in 2023 in a similar capacity, me personally being Atlanta biased, I would have liked to see it with, uh, I would like to see Atlanta based. So I would have liked to see, um, I don't know if y'all know who Baby is, uh, but I would like to either be Baby and Gunna. I thought that would have been really cool. Gunna's pretty cool. Or, which may be controversial or not, but like the YSL dudes, the the, the young slime mafia guys, uh, uh, young thug mm-hmm. and gunna. I thought it, I think if it would have been young thug and gunna, I'd feel like that'd be really interesting. Young thug's super weird too, and I think gunna's like low key pretty funny. And you know, it was written by Stephen Glover. It was co-written by Stephen Glover, who is mm-hmm. Donald Glover's brother who's also a co-writer on Atlanta. And we all know that Atlanta can go weird in, in different directions. So I think that's a lot of some, we saw a lot of that Atlanta-ish kind of that, that weird comedy coming out, um, yeah. seeing that in this and stuff. So me personally, yeah, I would like to see it kind of Atlanta-based. And if it would have been like um, Baby and Gunna, Baby and Gunna would have been really cool. Uh, or if it would have been Young Thug and Gunna. What about y'all? If they would have done some, some of the rappers or maybe you don't have any suggestions since I just kind of um, came up with that question. I would, I would say... Uh, Cardi B and um, Megan Thee Stallion. Oh my god, <clears throat> that's smart. That'd, that be a, that'd be a box office success. <laughs> and it's yeah, like, who cares sweet. if they don't act? It's like, yeah, like they don't act, do they? Who cares? <laughs> mm. We need to go ahead and green light that. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been way smart. That would have been way smarter. It would have done way better bigger numbers. Cardi so, B's entertaining. No, 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 what you say? Thing. Here's the thing. Who would have been kid and who would have been play? Oh, who's a straight one? Would have been who's a wild one? one? Megan yeah. the Stallion's a straight one. Megan yeah, Stallion's a straight one. Cardi B's the crazy one. I agree. I agree. Oh, then who's Bilal then? Yeah, maybe I'm doing too much. Oh, um, Nicki Minaj. No, she brings too much. Yeah, Lotto. <laughs> I don't know. And you know who Lotto is? Yeah, it would have been or, somebody. Or Coyle Ray. Coyle Ray. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
Mm. No. No. Mm. Okay. I'm thinking. I'm thinking, right? Um, okay, so I I don't know where the baby is right now. I don't know. He might his career might be over. Uh but <laughs> before he like you know like shit on gay people or whatever he did. Um I really was enjoying like just his energy and like the oh, baby. Hard. Yeah, the baby. Yeah, I like his videos too. Yeah, yeah. his videos. So I feel like if he's not canceled, I think he would have been an excellent play. And I'm yes. just trying, I'm trying to think who would have been like the opposite of him, who's also a rapper. J. Cole. They're both from North Carolina. I was thinking J. Cole, but the baby and J. Cole. Okay. All right. Look at his hair. And then J. Cole's got the whole thing going off the hair. Mm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. That's a good choice. And, and he is chill, dude. All right. I was at Dreamville Festival last year and last weekend. He's like got 50,000 people he's looking out of. Dude's got on sweatpants and like, he's just like super chill. He's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. all right. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That would have been good because my other backup, I was like, I mean, if I want like to have like an opposite straight laced rapper, I was thinking like logic, like the baby and logic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dude. That yeah. Logic great. could be changed. <laughs> like yeah, the baby and logic man <laughs> yes, i want to see yeah, that that's sick. <laughs> this is kind of getting me hype a little bit for the uh for white man can't jump remix that's gonna be coming out a little yes. bit and i'm not uh, sure to... i need to like but here's i'm just noticing man because i really like that mario movie and you're just talking about your low expectations going into this i'm like i don't i'm not excited for the white men can't jump movie i think it's going to be terrible that way, when I, see, I could actually yeah. have low expectations going in. There you go. Bro, I love the Mario movie. <laughs> oh, really? I gotta see it, man. People are like hype on this shit. Dude, I was, <laughs> it was great. And yeah, been... only, only thing I would say is this, man. They kind of playing your boy Luigi, man. Like, <laughs> Luigi gets down. And in the uh, movie, he, he got down. He got, uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, didn't, I thought it was all right. I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I guess they set it up for a sequel. We actually stayed to the credits, and like there was like a little Yoshi egg, uh, like thing at the end of it. So maybe I'm sure they'll have like. I mean, no, you we were are. saying it was you saying that they're having like a whole like uh. They're creating a whole universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's smart. They're, and honestly, like I think the reason why I wasn't checking for it initially could. Because in my head, like, of course, I knew about the shitty 90s Super Mario Brothers movie, but I just had assumed that they had made, the, like, I was like, oh, they're another doing one. Yeah. Mario. And I was like, oh, no, this is the first time they've tried this since the 90s. And it was like, wow. yeah. yeah, I was like, this is it's, it's huge IP. It's exactly huge right? IP. And then again, yeah. so it's not even just it's not even just the Super Mario world. And if you open it up into the whole entire Nintendo world. So if you think of like, hey, any game that Nintendo uh, uh, created in the early 90s, so Paperboy, Contra, Punch-Out, like you got yeah. a whole, I mean, Zelda, right? So they're saying pretty much the next thing's going to be Zelda. But before they even go there, um, you got Mario Kart World. So you got Wario, right? You got Ouija and stuff. So, um, oh, yeah. So don't go. Yeah. And last thing, we're going to Afro Animation in a couple weeks. Bruh, Illumination Studios, they're they're stepping their game up. 
I'm just going to say it like that right now. I think they're trying to come for the number one spot. So I don't know. I mean, the, all right. Well, I don't know. I'm so, just, we're just talking Afro animation. That's it. I guess, I'm, honestly, if I were to be looking at like a, you're talking about when compared to Pixar, I would say DreamWorks has probably got a better likelihood of coming for Pixar. Just because like, I mean, Illumination's doing like, they're doing like I original IP. You know what I mean? It also, mm-hmm. it's a, if you look at the credits, it's a predominantly French studio. Oh, um, I didn't yeah, know that. Like, yeah, it was like predominantly produced in France. So it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, it does, that's not against it or whatever, but I just, it, it's like, yeah, this was a super, like, dope, visually animated movie. Not, I, I would be surprised if it comes up for like an Oscar. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't okay. like, I don't see like remakes or like adaptations of like a video game as being like Oscar nod heavy. Okay. Um, whereas I see like some things that DreamWorks are doing is like, okay, all right, I see y'all. And they're like good on the diversity tip too. So it's like, okay. all right, you know. Um, so the high level, maybe, and I just took a very uh, uneducated opinion on it. My two things with this is this. Illumination has the whole Minions thing. And like that Minions is just like, I don't know, critically Oscar-wise, but like box office-wise, yeah. Minions is just ridiculously successful. And it seems like they're not even peaking yet. So it's like to see like they're like killing with Minions. And that's just recent. I got recency bias. And now they're about to start with like the Super Mario stuff. I'm like, all right. But I hear you on DreamWorks though. DreamWorks has always been there, but maybe I just kind of got some recency bias because I feel like they're killing it with Minions. And then now they're about to like, Start up with 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 uh, Nintendo. And they ain't done with Minions yet. So, uh-huh. all right, well, fellas, um, maybe we'll get to the point of uh, doing our final um, kind of votes on this, so we can kind of wrap this one up. Um, I'm gonna give it one star. I really enjoyed it, but I feel like if I gave it two stars, I'd be what's the word? Kind of um, dampening my voting skill system. So. <laughs> We're doing the stars. I, We've been doing yeah, stars. Oh, I said stars. My bad. Cool. Good luck. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I give it one thumb. It's been a long day, fellas. I've been up since 5 a.m. Uh yeah, so I give it one thumb up, not two thumbs up, because I feel like if I say this is two thumbs up, then I'm gonna be saying a lot of things with two thumbs up. So but I enjoyed it. I can't say two thumbs down because I had a good time with it and I enjoyed it on the rewatch. So one thumb up. What about you, fellas? Um, I give it, ugh, I guess I give it one thumbs up. Um, <laughs> you want to, you just feel bad if you gave it two thumbs down. I mean, cause it's like, I can't lie and be like, I didn't laugh in it. I just think that my laughter and enjoyment was soured by the expectation that it would in some way actually relate to the original house party, <laughs> which was a very like. I don't know, important movie, I feel like, in my, like, life, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know, like, I, it, but, I I mean, it was, it wasn't totally bad, and if, like I've said before, it really could have just been its own thing, and that in itself would have, like, really, really set it apart from, because w- I've never really seen, like, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, I've never seen a black-led movie 
Um, that was that kind of like weird and silly. So I appreciate it for that quality. Have you like what's you know what I mean? Like, no, honestly, I I, I see it's the thread. It's the Donald Glover thread. All right. Yeah. So one, you never saw any of that humor like that in, until Donald Glover did on FX. And then they were like, oh, wait, they can do that. Right. Because we either get slapstick stuff or, you know, stuff that's in our lane. So yeah. Donald Glover was the first one that can do that. And then his brother's just kind of keeping that. So I'm glad they introduced it. And I think that's opening up the door, paving the way for, honestly, stuff like your projects, real talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Peele does weird shit, too. Yeah. Yeah. He, doesn't, yeah. he hasn't been doing comedies. Oh, yeah. I guess I guess it would, like, you know what another weird one is? Is that one with Jordan, Key and Peele, the movie where they like try to save a kitten or whatever? Oh, uh, yeah. Keanu? Yeah, Keanu. Yeah. Uh, that's, 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 weird um but this is even like i like this i like i think i like this more than that um so yeah i don't know one thumbs up Keanu's kind of crazy because that was like right before tiffany haddish blew up that was like yeah. right before uh jordan peele became like a serious director and i don't know Keegan's kind of doing the same thing <laughs> I mean, he's stay acting though, but he hasn't really changed that much since that movie. I'll what give about it you, man? one thumbs up and one thumbs down. Um, you know, again, like it kind of just reminded me of Space Jam, where it just like didn't live up to like the original. Um, you know, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Um, so you know, I kind of have mixed feelings feelings about it. It was uh, it was interesting. It was watchable. I probably won't watch it again, um, but <laughs> I didn't hate it. So, who do you guys think I should do a deep dive on um, at the end of this segment? I put DC Young Fly because I was looking at different names. I was like, who would I feel interested in talking about and how they broke in? And who may not everybody know the history behind? So, I decided on him, but... Is anybody, if y'all looking at the cast, that y'all think would be better to talk about? Anthony Davis. What? <laughs> yeah, I forgot he was in this. Um, I mean, no, like, unless you want to talk about like LeBron, like not. No, I don't. Right. Kind of like you kind of know you know how they got into the industry. It's like Kid Cudi got in the industry because it's music. You know, because I mean? <laughs> he's a rapper, <laughs> LeBron, because he's a ba basketball player and he's rich and he bought a studio. Right. All right. Well, yeah, cool. I'll stick to DC Young Fly. So, hey, um, in the last few seconds, uh, today is April 12, 2023. I actually just want to maybe use a, a few moments just to kind of talk about um, uh, a family member that we lost. So um, today we found out that um, <laughs> um, our father's oldest sister, um, Aunt Marion, passed away. And we just wanted to kind of just maybe take some few moments to kind of talk about some memories we had from her and just kind of show her some love. Uh, I really um, enjoyed and really loved, uh, appreciated Aunt Marion. Um, she lived in New York. And I would just say my quick thing that I really enjoyed about her is that I consider her a hero, um, you know, first responder. She was, um, she worked for, she was a 911 operator in New York City for several years. And on 9-11, uh, um, she answered calls. 
And um, we'd actually talk about that the last time I saw her in Virginia Beach. And um, she was always a blast. She was always a lot of fun and energy. Um, and uh, we're going to be missing her. And um, just want to just make sure that we can, you know, memorialize her memory and look forward to catching up with um, people as we can celebrate her homegoing and celebrate her life here in a, in a few weeks. But um, it's always a pleasure uh, always seeing her. Never had any issues, any problems with Aunt Mary. I don't know if you guys have any things you want to share or anything about Aunt Mary? Yeah. Or? I just remember, um, I mean, my dad drove me to college after my freshman year, uh, but we're going back for my sophomore year, and uh, we, like, went to, like, a, like, a family reunion in Virginia Beach on the way, and uh, I just remember, like, her being hella cool and, like, getting drunk with me and just talking it up. Um, thick New York accent. Such a thick New York accent. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, and, like, also, I just I was talking about the mom about her today, too, because her son, you know, unfortunately, our, our cousin, he passed, like, just a few weeks ago. Chris? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, are, is this news to you? Am I just telling you this right now? Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. And that's, you know, I think kind of like uh, why, you know, like, you know, he had some problems and I just remember him coming out to visit us and like, I don't know, it was a wild like week or two visit whenever he came out. Like, I definitely remember at one point him like cussing out like white people, like, in our like in our driveway like in the summer <laughs> like, like <laughs> the suburbs of Tennessee and it's being like uh yeah so I don't know it was it was wild um but you know it's just it's so sad and just kind of like you know I think losing her son definitely expedited uh you know like her health issues so um just really sad sad day for sure but love her yeah, oldest sibling on my dad's yeah. side. So now my dad's the oldest, oldest, oldest siblings. Wait, no, he's not. It, no, he's not. No, no, dad's the oldest brother. Um, Aunt Michelle, not favorite. Oh, you're right. You're right. He's the oldest brother. Apologies. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I didn't have as many experiences with her as y'all because you guys are a lot older than me. Um, but. I remember every time that I did spend with her, whether it be at like a family reunion or a wedding or whatever have you, her always being really welcoming and loving and, uh, you know, being a super friendly lady. So she was awesome. And, uh, you know, she will be missed. Yeah, she's got a, uh, you yeah. know, it was always good visiting her and us Sharon. I always like, going to the bathroom at the house, they'd have a uh, cool posters up. And I like to see when I was young. Yeah. Well, on that note, um, look, we're ending the episode and we're ending the season. And I will say this, uh, times like these is maybe when I'm not um, <clears throat> near family, makes me a little, I don't say lonely in moments like those, but I will say this, you know, I was like, man, um, <laughs> at some point I was like, man, I'm in the mood. Do I feel like doing this podcast tonight? But then I was like, you know what? I feel like talking to my brothers. I feel like talking to my brothers about, you know, my aunt, 
right? Nobody else who I could talk to and stuff. And that's kind of like the main reason why I try to do this podcast because we're not in the same place. And I like talking about movies, um, but I think it's an opportunity for us to kind of stay connected, um, even though we're hundreds of miles apart. So um, really appreciate doing this season. And we will be back on the next segment and we'll be back next season. I hope we may be focusing on Spike Lee, but we will see. (laughs) Thanks so much. And talk to y'all later. Peace. Again, on this segment, uh, we like to take a deep dive into uh, people of color who are in the entertainment industry and to focus on how they broke into the entertainment industry. So in this episode, we're going to review the career and life of DC Youngfly. He was born on March 4th, 1st, 1989 in Atlanta, Georgia, and, he, and he's a comedic genius. He's got exceptional talent. He's been in the entertainment industry. He's been in a lot of different avenues from being on entertainment. Um, uh, live television shows from being in films um and being in web series and on the internet um he's got a career spanning stand-up comedy as well um and he's leaving an indelible mark on several different areas in the audiences worldwide his journey to stardom began on the comedy stage um he also honed his craft performing not only comedy but doing a lot of videos um i remember seeing some of his vine videos back in the day and he's got a lot of youtube videos that's really kind of helped him broke on out um, what really helped increase his exposure was being on in the Wild and Out, which is filmed here. Uh, I'm sorry, which is filmed in Atlanta. Um, and he's just got raw, very raw and unapologetic humor that's resonating with audiences. Um, and it's helped lead to his widespread acclaim and his recognition as being one of the best. Um, some of the things that he's been um, involved in, just kind of reading some of his IMDb, um, I was actually pretty surprised at how many different um, uh, shows he's been in so far. Um, let me see what we're pulling on up. So even just as recently as 2017, he was in the new edition story on BET. Something I thought that was pretty interesting was that he was in, um, the soul train show playing, uh, Sly, uh, Sly Stone. Uh, I got the hookup Gronish. Um, again, he was in American soul as, as Sly Stone, um, and again, he was, uh, as a DJ playing kind of like the third party, the, the, the Bilal character inside of House Party's Vic. I thought he was pretty great in it. And he's also in BMF and Pretty Stoned. 
And it looks like the brother's got like four upcoming projects. We can see what caught up in Bosco, uh, Outlaw Posse, and Candy K Lane. So it seems like the brother's. Oh, whoa, yes, with Eddie Murphy. Oh, his original Hudlin movie. Okay, so DC Young Fly, he about to be doing things. Candy Kane Lane. All right, I'm looking forward to this. DC Young Fly doing things. So that's why, you know, we're trying to review this and stuff. I think he's about to blow up. And again, I think he's uh, some raw talent. So I look forward to seeing this. What? A Mario Van Peebles movie? <laughs> what? Oh, this is great. Yes. This is great. I'm so looking forward to this. I'm just not discovering these movies. At this. So he's in the new upcoming Eddie Murphy movie. A Mario Van Peebles movie that's in production with Bosco. Uh, something with Tyrese. <laughs> and he's in Caught Up In, which is something with Clifton Powell. So I'm looking forward to it. So... Uh, we, we appreciate everyone um, listening to this and we're going to wrap it on up. We hope you come back next season and um, we'll dedicate this to Unmarried. Thanks so much. Bye bye.